Hello there, and welcome to Intercourse with Friends, the podcast that won't help you find friends with benefits, but may just be the climax of your week. I'm Megan, one of your hosts, and with me are my two good friends, Pickle and George. Hello, George and Pickle. <laughs> Thanks for that, Megan. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I have to apologize for missing our last recording session. Just as I sat down to record, I realized that my dog had taken a massive poop in the room that I record in. And uh, yeah. <laughs> How is the aromatic uh, nature of the carpet right now? Well, <laughs> it was a bit fishy, which was a bit unusual because he hadn't eaten anything fishy. but um, That you know of. Anyway, it's it's now f- fully resolved, I believe, or else my t- my nose has completely adapted to it. But um, I was like, "What is that smell?" And then I saw this little drop on on the carpet, and I was like, "What is that?" And then when I went to pick it up, I realized. So I looked a few centimeters beside it, and there there it was. Lo and oh behold, in all its beauty, and it was oh. diarrhea too. So. Was it much work? Was it like hours and hours of hands and knees scrubbing or was it like not too bad? It wasn't bad at all. In, in Ireland, we have this product called Vanish. I don't know. Do you guys have that as well? Oh, we've it's heard like of powder. that. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw it around once, but I think it disappeared. Mm. <laughs> George, I love you. <laughs> Never changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it came out pretty, pretty handily, which is good because it's a really light covered carpet and he happened to have really dark colored diarrhea. So that's something we have in common. So him and, and I bond. Something you have in common. Well, <laughs> we should be oversharing today by the sound of it. I've got some things yeah. to talk about now. At least we have our Instagram <laughs> picture ready for the, for the listeners uh, in, in this topic. <laughs> Megan got a picture of it. Yeah. Check out our Instagram instagram.com slash intercourse with friends where you can compare oscar and megan's diarrhea with our handy stool chart do you own that studio space or do you rent it megan i rent it oh thank god so it made it even worse because <laughs> i was like oh, no not the gumdrop carpet does anyone get the reference yeah that's uh, shrek 2 <laughs> oh i didn't get that i just thought you were being original yeah, you should know me by now. I'm definitely not original. <laughs> There's only one Megan. It's worked out well that we got delayed. Um, our listeners can't see this, of course, because they're not on the cameras with us. But um, behind me over my shoulder is my uh, Chicken Daddy's calendar, which is now on February. Had we recorded the other day, that would not have been there because I had to keep that off the wall because I was having people around my house to look to buy it. So there you go. Yeah, I think it would have added value to the house personally, but... Um, That's what know. I told my realtor. I think it actually would have added at least $10,000. Yeah, it kind of sucks that he he over, he won the argument because I'm, I'm sure I lost out. Now, do any of the months look like you so that you could pretend it was like a self-portrait with a chicken? Well, there are a couple that I think could be candidates but i only looked in the thumbnails very briefly on the back because i like to get the monthly surprise or horror surprise i think i sent you a picture of february so you could even stick that on instagram just to catch up the listeners we did a secret santa month amongst the three of us you might have remembered um one of george's business ideas was about uh anonymous secret santa between three people or between six thousand people <laughs> yeah there's no there's no there's no in between ground you have to do either between three people or six thousand so we did a secret santa this year and um yeah pickle got a present of uh 
Yeah, Pagel Girl a print of calendar. <laughs> a, a calendar, which we will post on the Instagram for you guys to see. But it's a it's a very special one indeed. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah, sure. maybe actually maybe the first of every month should be the uh the, the, the reveal. It does mean the listeners get a free calendar. Oh, that's actually quite an incentive to listen. So yeah, listeners, if you're listening, <laughs> you can from from February onwards you can get a free calendar if you listen <laughs> once a month to Intercourse with Friends. You can find us on Intercourse uh, Instagram at intercoursewithfriends.com. Oh, hang on, no, that's not right. <laughs> 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 <sighs> You sent us a picture today, Pickle, of the uh, temperature in Canada at the moment, and uh, it it looks to be pretty warm over there right now. So a couple of podcasts ago, I was discussing how to best warm up your windshield so that you don't get frost on it. And today I realized that my poor, long-suffering wife was going to have to get into a car that I could not start remotely. So I thought, well, you know what? It's time to fall on the sword and be the proper husband. So I went out there 20 minutes or 15 minutes before she had to go to work. And I sat in the car with the engine running and warming it up. And the reason I did that is not to defrost the windshield because the windshield was brilliantly clear, but because it was minus 20 Celsius plus wind chill. So um, the car was like an icebox and I sat there shivering (laughs) in my pajamas trying to hold my phone for entertainment but i couldn't actually hold my phone because my hands were so shaking so violently um but yeah okay so here's where you went wrong right right you don't sit in the car when you turn on the car like did we teach you anything you turn the car on and then you hope that some stranger doesn't walk by and get in your car and steal it (laughs) (laughs) and then you go into the warmth of your house until your car is fully heated that would be lovely wouldn't it you definitely could have turned the engine on then got out closed the door and just sat inside the door of your house in the warm watching your own car and then just run out with a shotgun or a pitchfork or whatever you have i could have done that another thing i another option that i think of right now actually is i could have used the second key fob to lock it from the outside leaving the one in there with it running a third option would be Mm. that you could have sent your daughter out there to do it uh with the promise of food and board like the leaves that you had swept before well i did get a text message from 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 mrs pickle um professing her undying love for me and telling me what a wonderful husband i was so I mean, that was the win right there. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I have never been, I've only been at minus 20 degrees once. Um, I say me, only been, I've only been in an environment where it's been minus 20 degrees once. And um, at the time I was working with Americans and I got told before I went to where I was working with the Americans that the temperature would get down to the mid-teens to late teens. So uh, to pack very warm clothing. And I thought, oh, okay, being the, ignorant british person that i am thinking the rest of the world uses metric i thought oh, that's, that's shorts and t-shirt weather i'll only pack shorts and t-shirt and i'll pack maybe one or two pairs of trousers thinking this is going to be nice and, warm. <laughs> and it turned out to be um somewhere in the region of like minus 17 minus 18 and i quickly had to buy um all the jackets and hoodies and trousers and warm socks and stuff that i possibly could scrounge <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not falling for that one again. Fahrenheit um, is a very tricky to metric. Like, hang on, why is it plus 32? 32, 32 that's, yeah. But the water's frozen. The, oh. the, easy, the easy one to remember is that it's like at minus 40 degrees, they're both the same. But then if, if you're at minus 40 degrees, you've got bigger problems than trying to work out which one's which. So. Yeah, past, past a certain point, you know, like whether it's minus 18 or minus 20 Celsius, it's just fucking cold. That's all there is to it. That's just it's yeah. just cold. Your eyeballs start to get a bit solid, 
and your your cheeks will literally solidify if you're in the wind. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty chilly. So yeah, so Megan, as I keep saying, you should come and live in Ontario where it's brilliant. <laughs> it sounds fab. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You've really sold it. Yeah. Really selling it, right? I will hire you to get in my car and start it every morning. If you live near me, I, I 100% will come and warm your car up, I promise. <laughs> you can you can read Pickle's thrilling uh, article at uh, www.emigratetocanada.com forward slash weather. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah cool. you certainly you certainly are an advocate for Canada, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh Canada. I'm freezing my whole off. <laughs> That's actually that actually brings back a lot of memories. I, I lived in Canada for two years when I was a lot younger, and um, I had to sing that every single morning when I went to school. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, was, it was great. It's our, our home and native land, isn't it? The the first uh, Oh Canada. Our home. I and actually land. love that you know the tune, Megan. That was really cool. Actually. Yeah. I don't know where I plucked that. I plucked that from like the deepest depths of my brain right there. Our national anthem in Ireland is Asquelga in Irish. In other words, um, Irish is the official language. It's not really the official language of Ireland. It's it's a language in Ireland that people used to speak, but they don't really anymore. So interestingly enough, 5% of our population can actually speak the language. Um, you have to learn it in school. But the way that it's taught kind of turns you off wanting to learn it. Um, it's not Gaelic. Gaelic is different. Gaelga is the the Irish word for Irish. So uh -huh. Gaelga is the language, the name of the language. And when something is as Gaelga, it means it's in Irish. What did you say the anthem was called? It's called, I don't even know what it's called. That's a um, terrible name. <laughs> We attempted to learn it anyway in school, and I still don't know our national anthem. Oh, so. Ireland. <laughs> Why do you have your own language where no one speaks it? Why don't you just be like the Brits and speak English? <laughs> Potato. I think, it, is, it, is it a soldier's song in English or yeah. in Irish? Okay. Yeah. It would be about violence, wouldn't it? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So so in English, I think it goes, Soldiers are we whose lives are pledged to Ireland. And it goes on, but it's obviously in, in Irish. And, and it's funny when you watch like soccer teams or rugby teams or anything standing on the pitch singing the national anthem because everyone's just mouthing different things because no one knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's uh, true for so many countries anyway you know yeah but i think most if it's in english you'll make an attempt right but when it's your own language you're like ah, unless it's like a proper language like i guess that's true canadian do, do any of you have a, like a favorite national anthem i quite like the british one but um yeah i have to delete that out of the podcast or i'll be disowned by every irish person there ever was fair enough what about you george I used to watch a lot of Formula One when I was a kid, and like, so you hear a lot of national anthems whenever like uh, someone takes the podium. And the Italian national anthem sticks in my head a lot, and uh, it's my favourite. A similar thing for me. I, I don't know the words to it at all, but the Spanish national anthem has a really like peppy, upbeat kind of tune, which I really enjoy. And the reason I hear that all the time is MotoGP. It's dominated by Spanish riders, so they always want to win. Is Valentino Rossi Spanish? No, he's Italian. Italian, okay, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. So you get to hear that one as well. I don't know why, but it's just it's just something about the melody is uh, really 
upbeat and yet kind of depressing at the same time. If you could pick someone to write a new national anthem for your country, who would you pick? Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, definitely Beyonce. Yeah. She'll just come up with something solely and heart- heartwarming and, and you'll be always be able to shake your ass to it, which is going to look <laughs> I like the idea that it would come with choreography as well. And like the people would have to learn the choreography when they sing the national anthem. They'd also have to do the dance at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what's that song that she did? Is it, was it Crazy in Love? Was that a Beyonce song? Like I, way I back in the day? You are like, you are like this closet Beyonce fan. He definitely like. is. He's just trying to appear like he's not. Yeah, he's like, what, what was that one? What was that one? If I were a boy, what was the one? Crazy Love? What was, what was her <laughs> new one? Cough it up. <laughs> oh, I think, oh, I had this in a song like about uh, like a halo or something, right? Like, that's probably my favorite Beyonce song. I mean, that's one of the songs that she wrote. Yes. <laughs> According to the Google search that I just did. um that is very funny so if 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 beyonce were to write a song for canada would it be like an upbeat like shake your bum and tits oh yeah or would it be like uh if i were a boy well i think it would be upbeat for sure um because it would be very giggly and jolly because there'd be you know that there would be a music video to accompany the anthem i haven't thought this through at all It'd be called If I Were a Moose. Yeah, well, exactly. There's going to be a moose in the background and probably some, you know, some other yeah. sort of snow-related stuff. All the single <gasps> ladies, eh? Have you, tried, have you had maple taffy? Maple taffy's amazing. I'm going to say maple taffy one more time. <laughs> There'd be like a man sitting in a car defrosting it for his wife, freezing his <laughs> balls off. It would have the whole, the whole thing, everything that embodies Canada, yeah. <laughs> I've got to go back to that. I, I couldn't hold my phone. My hands were shaking so violently. It was so freaking funny. It was hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't sound funny, room. actually. It sounds yeah, dangerous. That's <laughs> pretty bad. Minus 20 degrees is actually about the temperature of a freezer. So you were pretty much freezing yourself at that point. You could have been a frozen pickle. Yeah, and I was in pajamas. I was a not pop, dressed for the occasion. I, I had um, Birkenkrocks on my feet. I mean... Wow. You were inappropriately addressed for the weather that you were experiencing, considering you knew that it was cold out there. I mean, I went out there because it was cold. I fell on the grenade. Well, it's a good thing that you don't want kids anymore because your sperm is definitely frozen now. (laughs) Yeah, they're not swimming, they're ice skating. Have you guys ever taken up like a hobby that you've always wanted to try? But that you've never done before, but you've always wanted to do? Um, yes, is the short answer, but I feel like you've got a story to tell us, Megan. Well, beside my computer here is a pile of books. And I only started reading recently. I only learned to read recently. Megan and, is age um, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I am able to read age eight penguin books now, which is great. Um, no, I've only just started reading recently. It's always something that I wanted to enjoy but that I just never found something I was interested in. So I'm just interested to hear if you guys ever had like a desire to do something or learn something, and then eventually you got to it kind of as the years pushed on. I think we should spend a moment dwelling on recreational reading because I feel like it's a pastime that has, is fading. Like even I struggle. Um, I, I, I read for a long time, but in my you know modern busy life with the modern busy distractions, like... I used to, you know, a 3,000 word article on National Geographic is now too much for me. Like, I just like, ah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to read that. I'm just going to get the gist. 
And like, you know, to actually sit and read a book is an event. Like I have to actually carve out time and find myself a special yeah. quiet space, you know? Um, so I, I applaud you if you're keeping up with that. That sounds awesome. Well, I I manage about 30 pages a night before I absolutely crash and tank. <laughs> but um, no, I was watching a YouTube video of a guy who read like five like 900 page books in january and i was like what are you doing with your life how how is this possible i'm, I'm guessing that this guy doesn't have a tv or family or, <laughs> or a life well i mean i didn't want to say that but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you george what's your uh, what's your perspective on it i don't really find much time at the moment but i would like to read more uh, it's not something i've just taken up though so i can't say it's a new hobby that i've never done before my mm -hmm. sister is much more into reading books than I am. I had a conversation with my sister. She did a, a degree in English literature and language, and then she did a master's in, in, um, in English literature and language as well, focusing on like uh, 17th century feminist uh, wow. issues. Um, <laughs> yeah, and she was saying that she, she basically sets a goal to read as many books as she can in a year, and she read 400 books last year. Like, How is that possible? The thing is, they won't be like, spot the dog goes to the park. Uh, kind of books that'll be like Jane Eyre and stuff like that, Emily Bronte and all that stuff. Those kind of wow. novels. Wow! I mean, it doesn't take a mathematician to discern that that's more than one a day. How on earth do you do that? I guess to quote Forrest Gump, I just like reading. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane! Like because even like I used to, or I still do, listen to audiobooks on my commute home, and I put it on three times speed. And I can still only get through like maybe a third of an audiobook on my full commute. So that's that's one day. You know, I come home, then I can manage 30, 50 pages before I fall asleep. I'm impressed you can understand it at three times speed. It just sounds really fast like this and you have to try and tune in your brain. That's just Megan talking normally. To acclimatise you to conversations in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised the national anthem is actually like at a normal speed and it's not just like yeah. <laughs> like someone skipping a tape forward. The national anthem was actually like 30 minutes long and then they, they got told they had to condense it down to at least five minutes. <laughs> Instead yeah. of cutting it, they just skipped through the tape. That's funny. More than a book a day, that's incredible. But I, I know like a few people on YouTube as well who are literary heads who, who read a lot and they tend to read kind of small poetry books and things like that, so... I don't think I've read 400 books in my life. There must be a book equivalent of like palette cleansers because surely if you're reading like historical novels and stuff like that all the time, then you just be, they're just blur into one, right? Like, just... Yeah, exactly. In my 20s was my peak reading time. And then my daughter came along um, when I was 29 and I don't read much ever since. Oh, how dare she? Well, it's not her fault. She doesn't ask me to constantly, you know, pander to her every need, but I do. What do you mean pander to her every need? You just provide the basics of living. She's got me wrapped around her little finger, right? Because, you know, I'll just she'll just have a certain look and I'm like, oh, you need a glass of orange juice, don't you? And then I'll offer it and then I'll go fetch it. And then, you know, she has she has orange juice. She doesn't have to do anything for herself. She could and she would, but I'm, I'm a control freak. You wait, you wait till she's old enough to get a car pickle. You'll be uh, starting the car and heating the car up for both of the ladies in your life. Yeah, we're getting her her driving license this year, and I'm freaking out. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to teach her to drive? Uh, well, we're going to pay a proper instructor, but I will certainly take her out for, you know, for hours. <laughs> until I'm yeah. until I'm sure she's safe. And that'll be about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. About the time when she's allowed to start dating. Yeah. <laughs> 
my parents used to say to me that it's not you were worried about it's other people so um uh, when I was driving to work this morning actually there was a car in front of me and in front of that car there was a, a lorry and there was this big loud bang and then there was this cloud of smoke and then the the lorry started veering off into the the, no. the other the oncoming traffic now, luckily there was nothing coming and he was able to kind of pull into the hard shoulder on the opposite side but literally five seconds later there was another lorry coming oh the goodness, other way that could have been horrific yeah literally if it was like a, if there was a few seconds in the difference that there would have been a pileup of easily a about load of chaos. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there would have been like easily like 10 vehicles involved. So in what way did you cause that? How were you connected? I mean, I'm assuming this is your fault. Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Was your windshield cleared of frost? Could you see? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have someone to defrost it for me, so I just had to get on with it. <laughs> You did. He just doesn't love you enough. That's all. Mm, mm. That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you have to ask him, like, Mister Megan. Would you go outside and sit in a minus twenty Celsius car for ten, fifteen minutes? Mister Megan. Yeah, you should put that on your Tinder profile. Then you could be like, "Has to be willing to freeze to death for me." <laughs> <laughs> if you get any takers, yeah, I'll be surprised. So yeah, that had me like for a whole like five to ten minutes after that, like questioning my existence and life in general because I was like, "Whoa!" Like I literally could have died. No, but it's true. You should watch that movie, um, "Sliding Doors" with Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, is it on Pornhub or "Sliding Lubricated Doors"? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sliding drawers. <laughs> oh, wait, we're we're keeping this keeping this gently uh, poised on the border of. Of explicit and pornography. I just, I just love how Megan like implies that it's not her lowering the tone. That's my favorite. I like lowering yeah. the tone. The, the gut is a good place to be. You can't <laughs> fall off it. Sometimes the tone of this conversation hits rock bottom and then starts to dig, right? So I know before Pickle, you said you had a you had a, a near death experience with a bear in the woods has anyone had like any other near-death experiences or there was a guy that did like like went to go moon some people and he fell out of a window to his death and i think that's quite a funny way to die okay so there was this dude and he um worked at a bank and uh he was on like the 20th floor of this skyscraper in downtown toronto and uh the glass is like massively over-engineered really really strong and to show off to um new uh, interns who were being shown around the building, he would run at the glass and bounce off it and they would all freak out. Oh my God. And he'd be like, ha 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 ha. It's really strong. Except one day, <laughs> this is true story. <laughs> no he had hit way. the same window so many times that he'd made some fractures that couldn't be seen. He jumped at it, went through it and went out. And that was it. True story. It's in the news and everything. You can look it up. No way. What? That's a cracking story. That is insane. Imagine how bloody scary that would have been. Yeah, can you imagine, like, being a joker, right? Ha, 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 and then realising one day, oh, shit. And then, like, you've got, I don't know, how many seconds he had left to process his failure, um, and then that was it, just, like, lights out. Wow. And all the interns 
who were like, you know, impressionable, fresh out of college or maybe still in college, 20 years old, see this horrific thing. They're scarred forever now. So that's great. They're never going to get yeah. a skyscraper ever again. Well, they're never going to run out of window in a skyscraper. <laughs> wrong. It's wrong on so many levels, isn't it? On so many levels. Oh, my God, George. Don't change. Sorry, um, sorry I'm taking these new heights. <laughs> okay, this plummeted in uh, quality immediately. <laughs> I'm not falling for that one again. <laughs> oh you smashed it, mate. You smashed it. Thank you, mate. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Intercourse with Friends. We post episodes every Tuesday on all the major podcast platforms. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email on intercoursewithfriends at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at instagram.com slash intercoursewithfriends. Have a great week. Until next time, see you next Tuesday.